Welcome back to the Hideline, a podcast, the podcast, quick as a pit stop with one lug nut kind of show. I don't know, I just came up with that. We've got some things to talk about today. We'll talk about some drags that are, some drags, <laughs> what's going on here? We'll talk about some drivers who are good but not great at play tracks. It was kind of a survey ran on the NASCAR Reddit. We'll also talk about some big news in the Timmy Hill organization for the truck series. I've got news on Daytona 500, news on uh, the Nashville track that we talked about last episode. Um, We have some silly season news going on in the Xfinity series. And then we have Front Row Motorsports uh, setting their 2022 driver lineup. It's going to be a pretty quick podcast episode here. We'll take a look at the truck series. This is a bit more of a um, a bit more of a truck series kind of episode. But let's talk about this uh, right here. This happened the other day on December 3rd. Three team members indefinitely suspended for behavioral penalties. This is uh, for Johnny Roten, the crew chief of the number 13 business management Toyota in the NASCAR Cup Series. They have been suspended under the substance abuse policy. The member code of conduct for violations of sections 4.1 through 4.4. Roten was at the top of the pit box for 14 cup races with five different drivers. Uh, David Starr, Timmy Hill, most of those drivers there. John Beard, hauler driver for the 38 car, which was Alfredo's car. Uh, the 78 car, BJ McLeod, um, he was suspended for the behavioral penalty violations as well. So, interesting things going on there. Let's talk about, uh, let's save all the truck stuff for last. Let's talk about this cool news 76 days until the daytona 500 that's it it's not that long from now it's december 6th already 76 days from now that's two months and two weeks and the daytona 500 is not far away guys and speaking of plate tracks let's talk about a couple drivers who are really talented but are really bad at plate tracks kyle larson one of them um, I'm talking about, like, as of right now. So this is kind of like a preview, maybe. Kyle Larson, of course, NASCAR champion. Not great at play tracks. Kyle Busch, same situation. He'll average third place in, like, every race. But, the, but play tracks? Nah. And obviously, we've all listened to Radioactive. Kyle Busch is not, like, play tracks. Um, so... Rusty Wallace has got a lot. Um, Jimmy Johnson was bad at play tracks, which is interesting, too. Uh, Kyle Busch hasn't had a win at a plate track in, like, 12 years, which is interesting. Truex is okay, but not great at plate tracks either. So some really good guys. Of course, like I said, Larson, probably the biggest. Um, so that's that. Let's talk about this um, Nashville situation. Because remember we talked about last episode, they wanted to build 
almost like a event around it. Uh, they were going to bring new stuff to the track. They were going to add a bunch of seats and stuff. They were going to redo everything, but it had to get approved. Um, and the issue that we're having right now is that they agreed in principle for the proposal, but the agreement isn't final. And it's about $75 million, 117 acres, mixed-use buildings. Um, so it's kind of tough. Like, the deal... The deal said that it could take place in 2022, but now the updated target date is 2024, which isn't good. There have been a few hurdles that are not going in any way. But I doubt anything terrible would happen because any demolition on property will require approval from 27 Metro Council members. So I don't think you have to worry about that. Um, but there is a chance it could lose a date. It could lose the date. So we could go from a fairgrounds race that's going to be a big lifetime thing. Like, oh, this is going to be a super good race. You got to watch this. New track, new events. Go to the fairgrounds. And we could go... to nothing someone says I agree um, that Bristol and Nashville should keep their dates I think the summer Atlanta date is nearly perfect for this race I hope not because I'm going to that race <laughs> I hope they don't take away yeah someone said I don't think they'll take away an Atlanta race so soon after renovating the track yeah I hope not um so yeah, hopefully nothing crazy happens there. So let's talk about trucks. That's basically what we're looking at here. So actually, one last thing. Front Row Motorsports says their 2022 driver lineup. We had the big announcement. Um, so Front Row Motorsports said its 2022 drivers lineup on Tuesday. Today is Monday. So they said it a while ago, but I haven't got to yet because last episode was a week ago. Not really. It was like Friday. Um, Michael McDowell will return to the number 34 Ford, and he actually says he feels really good in this next-gen car. So, could we see front row take a jump? Is it possible? Because right now, defending Daytona 500 winner Michael McDowell believes the next-gen car represents a more substantive change and say NASCAR's moved from bias supply to radio tires three decades ago. McDowell comes from a sports car background. There's aspects of the next-gen car that give him both sense and comfort. Um, and a lot of guys have talked about the steering being too fast and twitchy and all that. But when you turn the wheel, the car's supposed to turn, and it's doing that. You don't have huge sidewall deflection and laziness that we had in our old car. And this is obviously something that we have noted before, that McDowell is good at sports cars. And while Front Row isn't the greatest team, it's the next-gen cars providing the teams to maybe be less... 
everybody's kind of starting in the same spot. They'll be closer together. And if Michael McDowell's good, Michael McDowell might make the playoffs next year on merit. He made the playoffs last year because he won in Daytona, which anybody can do. Doesn't matter what car you have. You have to play the draft and be in the right moment. And so, if he can get a win because of this car on merit, then yeah, I could see front row making the playoffs, but it probably won't happen. But who knows? McDowell's doing good. So McDowell is the main man on at front row motorsport. He he's the guy. He'll lead that team. But no more Alfredo. Todd Gillian is gonna move up to the number thirty eight Ford. So what this is doing is providing a more consistent output. It's providing more experience. I'm gonna take a look at Todd Gillian really quick. Take a look at his Wikipedia here. So I want to check something. He was in Arco when he was 15. No. Yeah, he was in Arco when he was 15 years old. He went to K&N. He's been in truck series for three years. He did good. He won his first race in 2019 in Martinsville. Then he moved to front row for the trucks to be number 38. And he recorded 10 top 10 finishes and 4 top 5s to qualify for the playoffs. Then he returned last year. And he won his second career truck series at Circuit of the Americas. And he qualified for the playoffs. So what's basically happening is... Alfredo is in the same situation. But Alfredo never did an entire year. You're getting a guy who's been in pro racing now for five years. And a guy who's been in trucks for four years. So you're getting almost a better version of Alfredo. And I think with the newer cars, with McDowell being more apt with this car. I like the idea of Todd Gillen. This could be a team where we see one of the drivers in the playoffs. And this could be a team where if they're not finishing in the top 20 every week, then it's a disappointment for both drivers. Um, I do think Todd Gillen will do better than Anthony Alfredo. And we'll just have to see how it lines up. But I'm excited for the prospect of Michael McDowell with a lot of road courses as well um and of course this is mcdowell's fifth straight season at full time and he's liking it and gillian moved up after two seasons driving tuck trucks for bob jenkins and he got the playoffs in both of those years and then he did two years before that at kbm um but this is also a situation where Todd Gillian has no Xfinity ride, and he's jumping right up. So they're also kind of missing a spot there. Um, so he'll be com- competing for Rookie of the Year with uh, Harrison Burton, who's in the 
Wood Brothers truck, or the Wood Brothers car, um, Austin Cendrick, and of course, him. And this is the fourth straight rookie for McDowell to be teammates with. They had Tiff, John Hunter Nemechek, Anthony Alfredo. Um, David Reagan was in there as well. So, let's take a look at the Harrison Burton news. Wood Brothers Racing. Obviously, the, no um, Matt Benedetto. It is instead Harrison Burton. And Harrison Burton is a rising star for sure. There's no doubt about it. Harrison Burton will race better than Todd Gillian. Um, 2014 Division One winner in the NASCAR Well and All-American Series, New Simna Speedway. 2015, he was the youngest driver to be in the K&N Pro Series at 15 years old. 2016, Southern Super Series race win, Five Flag Speedway. 2017, K&N champion. ARCA win in his second career start. Winner of the Rattler 215 ARCA Super Late Model Champion. Obviously, this guy's good. Then, he won the Snowball Derby and had 111 laps led. So, obviously, this guy was good, right? Very good talent. So, part-time, he got promoted to part-time NASCAR Xfinity. Didn't even do trucks, just went straight to Xfinity. And he had one top five, five top tens, and nine starts, which was absolutely incredible. Um, and then he did the truck series that year as well, where he had seven top fives, 11 top tens. And then he won Daytona at ARCA. So obviously Harrison Burton, you look at that and you say, wow, that's that's really good. So then 2020 comes full-time Xfinity driver, and he wins four races, has 15 top fives, and 22 top tens. Absolutely incredible. And then this year, he made the playoffs. So Harrison Burton is really incredible and he's such a young guy too and he'll be driving a car looking to get his 100th win I would not be surprised if that team gets their 100th win next year um, so let's talk about Hill Motorsports so they'll have two entries next year which is interesting it's happening so, Hill Motorsports is excited to announce that the 2022 will feature an expansion of two entries for family-owned team in the NASCAR Camp and World Truck Series. Team owner Timmy Hill believes the timing is right. It's so rewarding to see the program continue to progress each year, and I'm excited to have the pieces in place to take the next step for organization with a second truck. Hill will pilot the 56, and his younger brother, Tyler Hill, um, who has been there, the opportunity to compete full-time has been a goal. So that's what he's going to do, and he's looking forward to it. Additionally, Hill Motorsports will make the Switch Toyota and run Toyota TRD Pro next year. Hill and the 56 team will kick off 2022 season um, and visit Daytona, and partners of the 56 team will be announced at a later date. And driver lineup, schedule plans, partners, all that will be announced at a later date for Timmy Hill. Um, 
and so looking at that then so let's take a look at the um the Xfinity and the trucks silly season so far so like in the trucks so for David Gillian racing you got Haley Deegan you got Tanner Gray and that's it for now um, so decent team there for GMS they still have a to be determined spot and another to be determined spot but they do have Grant Infinger they do have Jack Wood and then for KBM, you got John Hunter Nemechek still. He's still there. Chandler Smith, of course. And that's all you got there for now. For Hill Motorsports, you have Timmy Hill. For Nice Motorsports, you have Dean Thompson. You have uh, Lawless Allen. Carson Hosevar. Ryan Truex. Nice looks like a good team next year. Thor Sport, you got Johnny Sauter. Right. Guy's been there for a while. You got Matt Crafton, been there a while. Ben Rhodes, been there for a while. That's a championship team, of course. We've seen it. And we just saw him win a championship, Ben Rhodes. So... Those, there's really like, there's three big teams right now. Thor, Nice, KVM. You got McAnally with Colby Howard, who we know has talent. You got Tory with Chase Purdy. You got Front Row with Zane Smith. We know what Zane Smith is at this point. Almost won the championship last year. Um... AM Racing with Austin Wayne Self, Young Motorsports, Spencer Boyd. Like, there's there's the big three, and then there's a bunch that we don't know, and there's still seven drivers that have not been announced. And then you look at the... Xfinity, you have Jesse Wuji, Motorsports, you have him. BJ McLeod, Motorsports, you got Stephen Parsons, right? And you got Matt Mills. JD Motorsports, who is a good team. You got Landon Castle now. That's the big move. See what happens there. You got Ryan Vargas, of course. Junior Motorsports, you got Algar. You got Josh Berry. Got Noah Gregson. You got Michael Annette. We know that's a big team. Colleg Racing, AJ Allmendinger, Jeb Burton, Daniel Hemrick. Another big team. Joe Gibbs still have plenty of announcers. There's so many announcers, or so many jobs that are still open. Joey Gase with Joey Gase Racing. But you could, out of the numbers, there's one, two, there's a Means Motorsports DGM, so that's two. You got a Sam Hunt Racing, Penske, Joe Gibbs, Joe Gibbs. So you got, and then a J, JD Motorsports. So you got seven open spots. So, 
We'll see what happens there. And then, of course, in NASCAR right now, the main, uh, the main series, there have been a few moves. Ross Chastain, the track house, Cendric, the Penske. Um, you know, you still got Dylan at RCR, Harvard at Stewart Haas, Larson the Hendrick. Keselowski with his own team with Matt McCall now at RFK. The Joy at Spire could be good this year. Who knows? Tyler Reddick at RCR. Chase Elliott at Hendrick. Amarola at SHR. Hamlin at Joe Gibbs. Blaney at Penske. None of that changed. Uh, Justin Haley at Ecolleg. Busher at RFK Racing. Bush Trex. Bell at JGR. Harrison Burton at Wood Brothers. I said that's the big move. Logano Penske, Bubba 23, you know, Byron McDowell, none of that's changed. Todd Gillian's in now at front row. We already discussed that. And then Eric Jones is at Richard Petty Motorsports. But um, who knows what's happening there because it's not Richard Petty Motorsports anymore. The debt, that information was supposed to come out tomorrow. So that's going to be cool. Kurt Busch is at 23.11. That could be one of the bigger moves. We'll see what happens there. And then, yeah, you know, the rest. Ty Dillon at GMS Racing now. That's interesting. I mean, I don't know. It's first full-time driver for GMS in the Premier Series. We'll see what happens. But that's all I got for now. These podcast episodes will come out. As information happens, I try to keep it at a half hour. We couldn't get there today as a shorter episode. We'll see. Sometimes a lot of information comes out. We might do a podcast the day after one came out. But sometimes, like, there hasn't been much this week. So, it's a shorter podcast. It is what it is. I'll see you guys when we get some more news. Silly season information. We'll see if we get an update on the Nashville track. And I'm sure there's more coming up in the world of NASCAR soon.